I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better and cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit mypillow.com. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you join our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of anger?
sure this is the right place to recruit for a militia? God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. What a fucking day. Seriously. I got bitched out first thing this morning. That was how my day started. I went out to start making antennas, and the chickens had run across the street to the neighbor's yard, and he started yelling at me. Actually, he started yelling at the chickens first, which I was fine with. I was yelling at the chickens, too. And then he's like, keep your fucking chickens out of my yard, blah, blah, blah. I'm tired of them tearing up my flower beds, and... And I was and shitting in my yard and and um and then then he was like it's like a third that th- he's like this isn't the country this is a residential neighborhood no it's not it's rural and uh, then he was then he said it looks like a third world over there and and then he said uh, and if if I if I find my shit your chickens over here again I might just start taking them out myself I was like well, bold move cut that. That went a little too far. Bull move. You could have just come over and so, talked to me. So let's 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 go ahead and put this in the place where it needs to be. Look, bitch. Get to know your neighbors, folks. The reason I say this is because when you really get to know your neighbors, uh, especially if you got a military guy living around you, you really want to get to know him. Because mm-hmm. there's one of two things. He's either like me. I'm going to turn this a little bit because you're always out of it. Or he, or he's a big pussy and he's not going to do anything anyway. Mm-hmm. If he's like me, that's not a neighbor you want to piss off. Because let me tell you something. Uh, I, I know he's probably going to try and come over here tonight and apologize. He's going to get a sh- gun shoved in his face. No, he won't. Yes, he will. You think he'll, I, I, no, I, I mean, I don't think he'll come over and apologize. I think he will. And let me tell you something. He's going to get a gun shoved in his face and he's going to be told, get the fuck off my property. You have five seconds. And if you don't, you you better run because I ain't never seen a human being move 1,233 feet per second. And that's how fast a bullet out of my nine millimeter is coming. So you have a choice. I'm going to put a bullet in your brain pan, especially if you talk to my wife like that again. You talk to my wife like that again, I will fucking kill you for free. And I I will beat you so bad your kids will feel it. I, and I don't give a fuck how old you are. I will knock out your other fucking eye, you stupid fuck. You picked a fight with the wrong motherfucker. I will mud stomp your fucking skull in the ground. And I will enjoy it. I give a shit less if you're 65. I will knock you out just like any other man. I don't give a fucking shit. If you think you can go 13 rounds with me, let's go. Bitch, I will grab your nuts and shove them down your fucking what first of all, what business is it of yours? What my property looks like? A. No, B, it's not the neighbor, it's not the neighbors that were mowing their lawn. They're they're cool. B, you bitch fuck. You didn't, you're such a pussy, you couldn't come knock on the door. Wow. All right, bitch. Or, you know, I mean, we're both outside. That's I'm obviously fine. yelling at the chickens, too. Instead of just screaming at me, just come over and talk to me. It's not like we don't know oh. this guy. Like, you know, I've given him eggs before. He give, he trades us for river fish. Like, like I, he, I, I'm dead serious. I am, and, folks, I am dead serious. And I, just, I get, I'm sure the chickens, because I, I let them out, and I was at my mom's yesterday, and I'm sure they probably ran ram through his yard yesterday, and he got all pissed off. And I get it, right? So now when I go to my mom's, the chickens stay inside. Actually, it fucked up my whole day, because instead of making inventory... I ended up uh, going on a Facebook fencing hunt. Scavenger hunt. A scavenger hunt, which, all right, this was so fucking sketch. I went down to Georgetown, which is like 20 minutes from here, right? Like I found, seriously, like I opened, it was totally serendipitous. I opened Facebook and I look up like cattle fencing or poultry fencing, right? And the first thing that pops up 
is 200 feet, five foot high of welded wire cattle fencing for a hundred bucks. And I was like, dude, they're like 120 bucks a roll. Like that shit's, that's gotta be a scam, right? Maybe even more. So, you know, I sent him a message and, and the guy's like, yeah, I just posted it. It's available. Come and get it. I was like, sweet. I'll be there in 20 minutes. Right. So I get there. Shit still has the fucking labels on it. Like from Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. Shit still has the labels on it. And um, like we're pretty sure that somebody walked in, took this off the shelf and walked yeah, out. Exactly. So and I and I, as soon as I saw the label, I was like, oh, dude, this is he fucked that. Mm -mm. This was a Mexican Home Depot run right here. Um, and I, I was like, I got 75 bucks cash because I was going to like Venmo him or, you know, whatever. I was like, I have $75 cash. He was like, sold. I'll help you load it in your truck. Like I, I just so now I've got to put up a five. I'm foot serious. Fence I'm serious about birds. your neighbors, though. That's you, fine. You got to get to know your neighbors first of all, but second of all, you want to find the military guys because they're not the ones you want to piss off, especially if they're like me. I reserved myself a long time ago. I got in my last fist fight, I think, when I was thirty something. I mean, not including the one you got into with our son when he turned sixteen. Yeah, not, but that doesn't count because that wasn't really a fist fight. He got hit once and then he fell and then he realized, yeah, he, that sucks. He hit you back though. No, no he, he did didn't. pretty well. Yeah, he, he did. He bloodied me. your nose. He didn't even He did me. too. He was so proud. He bloodied your nose. Yeah, well, I held back. When I punched him, <laughs> I, I held know, back I and I, it's okay. I cut that fist back. But anyway, oh. I don't fist fight. I, I don't do it anymore. It, there's no point. Look, if you're going to fight me, this is what we're fighting with. This is how I fight. I don't, there's no reason to fight fair anymore. The problem is, is we have too many pussies in this country that think, oh, everybody else is going to fuck that. You go to a fight, you bring a gun. That's, that's the fucking call. Because this bullshit today, you can't trust shit. Look at the poor sheriff in fucking Los Angeles that just got gunned down in his vehicle. Mm -hmm. Just sitting there. You cannot go into a fist fight thinking that there's not going to be any weapons there. You are higher than a kite if you think that. I am not going to ever get into a fist fight again. What I will do is get into a fucking full drone, full blown gunfight. And let me tell you something. I don't give a shit how big of a redneck motherfucker this cocksucker is. I've got more guns in five feet of me that I can reach faster than that motherfucker can run across the street and get a gun. And if he brings it with him, even better. Because when I meet him at the door, I'm not even opening the door. I'm putting bullets through the door. And it's got windows all over the place. He will be riddled with holes before I even open the door. I don't want to have to replace the front door, so at least open it first. But I, I just, I for once, get to know your neighbors. Find out the ones. If there are ones around you that have chickens, talk to them. 90% of them are going to give you eggs yeah. because they have so many, they don't know what to do with them. Yeah. But if their chickens are coming in your lawn, Go talk to them. Go say, hey, look, dude, is there something you can do about the chickens? They just keep coming in fucking. If all he did was said that, I would have put up a fence. I wouldn't even bitched about it. I wouldn't cry. I wouldn't, it wouldn't have done nothing to the neighborhood. But no, he decided to tell my wife to fuck off. No, that's where it's wrong. You just stepped over a line. You fuck around. Now it's time to find out, bitch. Come to my house and try and apologize. I will fuck your world. My initial thought today, when she called me and told me this happened, I said, I can't wait till this cocksucker comes over tonight and says, oh shit, my bad. I forgot that your wife is married to you. 
I had all these different visions running in my face. One of them was me going like this, get off my fucking property. The other one was this one. I'm going to step outside the door. I'm going to close the door so my kids and my wife don't see it. I'm going to kick them as hard as I fucking can in the nuts. (laughs) And then when he's lying on the ground, writhing in pain, like he has absolutely no idea what just happened to him. I'll tell him to drag his bitch ass off my fucking yard. And if you don't in five seconds, I will shoot you. And while you're thinking about where your nuts at are at, at the bottom of your neck, then maybe next time you'll come and knock and ask instead of being a fucking dick and disrespecting somebody like that. That's kind of fucked up, dude. You literally could have come and knocked on the door. We have talked to you since the first day we lived here. Mm -hmm. That's some fucked up bullshit. You're a fucking punk bitch. Fuck you. That's all I have to say. And I had just finished reading the Bible, the good book. So um, I wasn't. I've had all day to stew on this. I wasn't. I have sat there driving my truck going, man, I could just run through his front door with my fucking truck. I, you know, I wasn't real. I wasn't combative with him. I, I didn't, I didn't get back in his face. Like, and. I would have. I would have been like, excuse me? Any other day, I probably would have, but I had literally just come out of reading the Bible and I, I didn't I didn't I didn't have it in me to to just go. I was like, I understand. I'm sorry. I'll take care of it. You know, well, I'll do what I can. Uh I'll go get a fence right now. And I literally drove away and like got in my truck and drove away to start to get a fence. So <laughs> I should let Falcor out. Anyway, so we'll be fencing in the chickens. That's fine. Um but the point is, is we went to all of our neighbors. Yeah. We went to them. We said, hey, we're all getting them. chickens. You we're okay? going to free range them. You okay with that? Are you okay with that? Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, not a problem. Hey, as long as I get some eggs, I, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Hey, if you want some eggs and my chickens are... Dude, the, the soldier that lives right next door to me, who I cut his lawn now because he's deployed, his wife, she's going to get eggs. She came and just brought me like a dozen egg cartons and she was, and I was like, you want some eggs? And she was like, no, I have some, just whatever. I, I fucking brought them eggs anyway. But you know, I was like, here, have some, eggs. I knew they were having a party one day and, or like had a bunch of people over. I brought them some eggs. I'm like, I, you got a bunch of people to feed for breakfast. Here's some eggs. I, you know, it's, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, you know, no, no, it's not all right. We, no, that you don't do that shit. I'm sorry. There's, there's ways to, you talk to people. I, I would never. I would never ever think, you know what? I'm going to call his wife the first time I see her outside. I'm going to call her a dirty, nasty cunt. You want to know why? Because that's what he did to my wife. I'm going to tell her that she's so fat that she can't even see her own fucking feet because she's fucking 300 pounds. Fill it up. You're what Oliver Anthony's singing about, you dumb fat bitch. She's actually really skinny. I don't give a flying, I will call her fat just to ruin her day. Fuck him. Fuck her. Fuck both of them. You pulse. You came out like a little bitch crying at the end of your driveway, yelling at a woman who has given you free fucking eggs before. I know, Tammy, you're absolutely right. He will absolutely, you know, whenever someone gets pissed off with us, like whenever someone in the neighborhood or whatever, they get all butthurt or pissy about something or other, right? And I just think to myself, when the shit hits the fan, we're going to be the only ones with food and guns. Good luck. Fuck you. Watch watch what I do. That's yeah, all, oh, you like, want food? Fuck you. No, sorry, sorry. Enjoy. Sorry. That's all, that's all I think. You know what? I hope you pray because God maybe will provide for you, but he might not either. Speaking of, I know, I know, Lindsay, I am very blessed to have a man that will fuck shit up for me. I mean, I can do it myself, I but it's so, so much more fucking <laughs> angry. I, I am so, I've thought about every way I can fuck with this individual. And 
every way is completely legit. I, I think I could get away with all of it, but the only problem is, is now there's strife and he'll figure it out. But I, I it, there's, there's not a I point. Know. There's I no know. point. I, I just fucking can't stand. What a bunch of fucking, right, have we become this sissy? Yeah. Has our society become this sissy that you can't walk up and talk to somebody, have a conversation. You can't go and, hey, bud. I was yo, literally outside. Your dogs, your dogs are running on my lawn. I was literally, I mean, he could have like yelled at the chickens and scared them out of his yard and then come over and talk to me. He didn't have to start yelling at me, honestly. So, it's all, because it I was yelling at the chickens too. So it's, you know. <sighs> anyway. I, I just, I cannot get over the fact that we have gotten away from going to our neighbor's house. You know, I remember back in the day, okay, when I was a kid, me and my brother, we were down in the street. We were playing stickball. Stickball in New York is a big game. It is a huge game. All the kids play it. Everybody plays it. Everybody plays it. And if ball. you can knock a fire hydrant loose and play stickball in the water in the oh summer, my God, that's it's even more amazing. Fun. So... We're, we were downtown in the Bronx and, uh, me and my, me and my buddies and my brother, we're outside, we're playing stickball and man, I cracked one. I got one. I got a hold of one. Normally you play stickball with, um, a it's sick. Yeah. But it, it's a rubber, it's like a blue rubber ball. Uh, so you don't break any windows. Well, this day we didn't have a blue rubber ball. So somebody brought a baseball. So I cracked one. I got a good one. Boom. Sent that thing flying, went right through some woman's window. I remember my dad dragging me down there by the scruff of my fucking neck, carrying me up to the door, telling the lady, I I'm going to replace it, apologizing and telling the lady I was going to replace it. And then my dad sitting right behind me going, yeah, he's fucking going to replace it. What, what the fuck happened to that? Where did we, where did we snap? Where did we lose our way that we can't even go and have a conversation with our neighbors where our neighbor knows that, Hey, you know, his dad's serious. Dad's going to kick the shit out of him. You know, I he's going to get an ass beaten. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and pay for the window because I know he's going to take a bigger ass beaten for the window than what it's going to cost me to replace it. Um, I, I do. Have, I, I did laugh a bit though inside after I, we, I herded all the chickens out of his yard and I looked over to make sure that, you know, none of them, as I'm standing antennas to make sure that none of them wandered across the yard. And what do I see? Like a half a dozen squirrels in his yard. Squirrels, your chickens keep the squirrels out of our yard. Yeah. And all the bugs, like I'm just sitting there. All right. You want your bugs back? You want squirrels back in your yard? No problem. You have it. Happy to accommodate you. Cause like, squirrels don't come in my yard. Cause I got chickens and a rooster that'll fuck them up. Mm -hmm. And I shoot squirrels. I used to shoot tree rats for free. I just shoot them because I fucking can't stand them because they'll destroy your lawn if you let them. Yeah. Well, and they're going to destroy his lawn now and he's not going to get all perfect. the good fertilizer from the chicken shit. Perfect. His lawn is really green right now. It won't be that way for long with, without the chickens. Fuck them. Just got to say. Fuck them. I'm just saying fuck them. So, you know, it's okay. But, you know, the world- Tuesday Madness has to end. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. People are stupid. They're fucking assholes. I, I, I just, I cannot believe. I just, what? Why can't you talk to your neighbor? Why well, can't you go over and just knock on the door? What? How, 
have we gone this far that now everything has to be settled through text or via voicemail or via phone call or we have to call the cops? Yeah, call I mean, the county. The whole reason, yeah, yeah, we're pretty sure we know pretty who called, sure the, county called the county now. County, yeah. And now I'm gonna have, I'm now I'm even more pissed because now I, I, I thought it was some, another neighbor. And I've been blaming them the whole time. Now I know it's right across the street. Now I got to fucking deal with this asshole. That's fine. He'll get his. He'll get the I'm, shit knocked out of him. He'll I'm get sure, his shit pushed in. I'm sure he came out yelling because he uh, he probably called the county again. And they told him they couldn't do anything because we have more than two acres, more than an acre. Yeah. So. I bet they said because oh. they never came back. No, no, never came back. Never no. came back to check if we had removed the chickens, which obviously we didn't because we were legally allowed to have them we're zoned for it yep. so and fuck um nope so yeah i mean we do now legitimately we should put up a fence to enclose the chickens i'm working we're on that to. tomorrow um wix if you want to come over tomorrow and help me put up a fence i'd love your help <laughs> gotta say <laughs> heather's coming over too um and you know maybe actually i had some good news today so i went a little fangirl today what good news? Because so far, I, I'm. I know. I'm surprised my alarm's not going. Off. I know. Like my blood pressure is out there. <laughs> I, I, I am dead. I saw this motherfucker when I got home. He took one look across the street, and I looked back. I just stood there and stared at him. Yeah. I just let him know. I was like, motherfucker, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's coming. It ain't gonna be pretty. What happens? But it's coming. No, I, I talked to. Uh... I talked to my, my friend, Kevin, um, who does marketing. He's the one that sent us up with Cardio Miracle and he, he brought, um, Vera Shiraz on the show and, you know, anyway, and, uh, I had a scheduled meeting with him to talk about marketing Freedom Gardens, electric, electroculture, and he was bringing someone in, uh, someone who works with the Patriot Friends Network. And, and I gotta say, my contacts aren't the best, right? So they put up a, like I told them about electroculture, told them about Freedom Gardens, all that. Um, you know, and I'm just, I'm talking to them. I can't actually read their names on the screen because my contacts don't work that well. <laughs> like, I mean, they do, but they don't. So uh, they put up a graphic and I leaned forward like this to read it. And I saw the guy's name and I go, I know you. Who is it? Sean Morgan from the Morgan Report. There you go. <laughs> and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. He does like four or five shows too. Um, and so, and then, and he works with, he, he works with AMP. And I was like, oh, Josh Reed's my cousin. And we, you know, which we didn't find out until after we started podcasting, but comparing bloodlines, that kind of thing, you know, these things happen. Um, and I, uh, and we got us talking about who we know <laughs> and this, that, and the other. Anyway, turned into like a, an old home, reunion even though we never met before <laughs> i totally fangirled totally fangirled on this guy because i always listen to him on apple so i didn't recognize his face like i always listen just listen to the audio podcast so i didn't recognize his face but anyway um i'm going to work with them we're starting we're doing a soft open of freedom gardens electroculture this week saturday Friday night, Saturday morning, the website will be up and running. Maybe Monday. No, no, it has to be up by Saturday because the Candace interview goes out Saturday. Okay. So it it will be up by Saturday, um, with uh, you know limited inventory, and and then I've got a couple other interviews coming up, um, and but I'm gonna start working with them, and they're gonna get me on all kinds of shows, maybe even Infowars. Mm. Yeah. 
So I need more inventory. <laughs> I need to make more antennas. But of course, all of the profits for from Freedom Gardens Electroculture goes directly to Mama H's Farm for Better Tomorrow. So if we can really push the electroculture, and then, so I was calling Heather to tell her about that. And I was talking to her and she got a phone call today. She had reached out or she had talked, met some, some real estate lady that works with uh, a lot of nonprofits and whatnot uh, a couple months back. And she hadn't heard back from her, but apparently her boss called Heather today. Um, she is part of a, a woman's philanthropy group. Last month they met and wrote a whole bunch of checks for Kappa, which is where Heather currently works. She was really interested in Mama H's farm. And uh, there's a good possibility that next month they'll be getting together and writing a bunch of checks for Mama H's farm. Good. So then we can get the event rolling and uh, and then then we can go buy a farm and get the fuck out of here. <sighs> oh, shit. Because <laughs> that's uh, I, I, I've, I've come to that. I want 100 acres somewhere in the middle of nowhere. And I, I, I want to be alone. I, yeah. I don't I don't want to hear about neighbors. I don't want to mm -hmm. hear about bullshit. I'm done. No, nope. uh, we our neighbors are the people that we want to invite to come live on the on the farm with us. Yes, that's the neighbors that's I want. The neighbors. the neighbors that aren't going to bitch. They're yep. going to come say something if they've got a problem yeah. and they're going to come talk to our you. Our friends, the wolf pack, our family, you know. Um you all. Yeah. That's that's about it. So, anyway, so uh And yes, there is uh, I got an email about this today so I have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am back on Facebook. It is the most craziest. I know I said it last night. It is wild. It is fucking weirder than fuck. I logged into my Instagram. Somehow in my Instagram, it popped up and said, you know, you have an, a Facebook account. I said, no, I don't. No, I haven't had a Facebook account for three years. I haven't had a Facebook account in three years since January 7th, 2021. That was the last post I made on Facebook. So I went in and I started looking around and holy shit. Yeah, I'm back. I... I don't pictures. know how all of my photos are back. Everything's back. Like photos I haven't seen in fucking years. Yep. Pictures of friends. That was deployments. the biggest thing too. That was, you were like all my pictures. All my good there. pictures. Yeah. Like all my good ones, like the retire, my retirement ceremony, mm -hmm. everything I had yeah. from the military was on there. All my jump pictures. Yeah. All the shit I used to do. All my fun pictures. Yeah. All his pictures are back. They're all back. I was like, you have, they they basically tuned me out for three years. That's exactly what they did. They yeah. just turned me Download off. Download all the pictures. I did. I've already started. I've already started. <laughs> I'm putting them back in my photo album on my Mac. I've I've already started re-downloading all the photos. I'm gonna have all of them back. I'm fucking amazed. I it is um truly amazing because I never thought I'd ever be back on Facebook. I thought I was gone for good because I opened my phone in the bubble. Yeah. I guess I've never been arrested though. So therefore they think I'm a good account. Well, and there's a couple of uh, pretty big lawsuits that have come down over exactly that lately and the government lost Yep. and they appealed and they lost again. So I think that has to do a lot with it. I think a lot of accounts are coming back. To yeah. So if you got booted from Facebook, Instagram, or you were at January 6th and you did something just, dumb like I, think, I did and you opened your phone in the bubble, you're going to get your account back, believe it or not. Whether you want it or not, you're going to get your account back. Now, if you don't want it, I just say, fuck it. Don't open it. But if you, I just want the photos. That's all I care about is the photos out of there. 
And cause I got family photos on there. I've got photos of the kids. I got photos of the kids with their old nanny Jan who passed away, unfortunately, mm -hmm. two years ago, but I've got those photos still on. No, me. just a couple months ago, Jan passed away. No, Jan passed no, away no. last year. Yeah. All right. A couple months last year. No, a couple months ago. She passed away last year. No, that was Riley. That was her son passed away last year. Oh, Remember her 20, 21 year old yeah. son who used to work for me. He found him dead in the bathroom yep. and then Jan died like four months later. So Jesus. that was about six months ago. So six months ago, yeah. uh, there, my kid's old nanny passed away. Yep. So I have all those pictures though. Like I showed Vila one of them last night. I said, like, here's one that she sent me while I was deployed and he, she was looking at it and it was uh, another tear raiser, you know, tear jerker, but that's the type of stuff that was on there. I had those photos on there. I've got, I got some really bad, actually badass photos on there. Yeah. I got my reenlistment. I got my reenlistment photo on there from when I jumped out of the back of a plane. So it's, that's like one of my favorite photos anyway, anyway. Um, but I'm letting you know, if you, you were part of me, if you got sectioned out after January 7th, apparently since the government lost this last case, Missouri versus Biden, I think it was, they have started re indoctrinating, I guess the people they removed from Facebook. So like I'm back. If I'm back, then all you fuckers should be back. I mean, there's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind that you're back on Facebook. Not yeah. that it matters. I wouldn't go on there, but I did just for the pictures. That's all I wanted. Because Ben man, said, those... Facebook actually has a function to download everything on your profile under sending settings. You can even just download them and still keep your profile. Dude, they wouldn't let me get even into my profile. They when I got deleted. But now you can go into your profile yes. settings and download everything. I already did. I, okay. That's already done. Again, but. I tried that uh, initially. Yep. And Facebook said I never had an account there. Mm -hmm. That's how bad it went. Yeah. See, I, I'm trying to get back into my old Facebook account, but I'm having difficulty because it's attached to an email that I no longer have. And they didn't kick me out. Well, they did kick me off. But the way that they kicked me off was they sent me an email saying, saying that someone had changed my password. We were on vacation at the time. We were out of the country and I got a notification saying someone had changed my password in Savannah. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, you get that email and it says, if this wasn't you click here to, you know, secure it or whatever. And I clicked on that and I tried to change my password back and tried to recover it and it wouldn't let me. And then it was gone. So, but now I can't get back into it because it was from the Comcast email. We no longer have Comcast. And I'm having some difficulty with that. So, uh, but that's okay. Cause I, I don't, I don't get how now, people so have photos uploaded on their social media. But <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> this is what I did 90% of the time because I was traveling Leo. What I tried to do was upload them to a place. I knew I could get them back from, and I never thought I was going to get kicked off of Facebook. Well, I got lazy. I didn't download them when I got home. So when I got lazy and I didn't download them, the only place they were, were on Facebook. And I was like, shit. So I had to, download. I had all those photos saved there, kind of like an iCloud, if you will. Now I don't do that. But then I was doing that because I never thought I would get kicked off of Facebook. Well, see, I double it. I, I upload all my photos, like everything goes to the cloud. And then I actually upload everything to Shutterfly as well. Because I don't think Shutterfly is going to get rid of my pictures since I like pay them to print pictures for me. I mean, I haven't for a long time. But you know, if I do order pictures, I order them through Shutterfly. I've gotten like, you know, picture books from them and stuff when the kids were little, um, that calendars, shit like that. So, um, so I keep all my photos on Shutterfly as well as on the cloud and my phone and the computer and a hard drive and whatever. So, well, now they're just going to be on a secure hard drive. Yeah, so I'm, not it's all good. I'm not worried about it. It's all, it's all done. But if you were deleted, you, 
you might want to go check Facebook. You might have your account back. So if you're looking for your photos, that might be the place to go. Yeah. Anyhow, moving right along. But jumping right into the bullshit of more mixed messages because Iran right now is on the UN floor where they were. They were being protested pretty hard, pretty hardcore. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you hear that? Uh, I heard Iraq is about to get taken over by Iran. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Sounds like we're back in 1973 all over again. And that there's uh, the Taiwanese last night were reporting that there was like 300 Chinese ships right off their coast. Hmm. Um, That's mixed messaging. And oh, uh, we're not coming in, but we're going to sail in backwards. Pretty much. And say we're leaving. Yeah. And no, a quick rundown of the headlines. Zelensky went and asked for another $24 million from the United States. No, it was 120 million or 120 100. billion. And then he cut it back to 24 million because he said, this is what I really need. Okay. And um, at the same time, his secret police, their whatever their intelligence agency, um, Put Jack Posobiec on their hit list. So now they're they're coming after American journalists to kill American journalists as they're begging for money from American citizens. Yeah, that's some mixed messaging there too. So I got a question. Hmm. When do we turn, other than when Donald Trump comes back in office, uh, if that happens, hmm. we have to turn the spigot off to Ukraine. And when it happens, it ain't going to be pretty. You can't, you, when we turn the spigot off, Ukraine's going to get rolled right over because Russia's going to say, you know what? I'm fucking done with this. Mm -hmm. We turn the spigot off, Ukraine's fucked. Is it really that detrimental to us? I don't think so. I think that Ukraine's being used for a staging operation for sex trafficking kids, money, laundering money, and laundering billions of American dollars back to American, back to American pockets, not actually politician. There's, pockets. there's a story on that. I, you're absolutely right about the sex trafficking and um, we'll get to that. Just, I, I have a clip for that. That's good. That got proven today. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. I've been saying that forever. I know you have. I've been saying that since the beginning. I, All I they're doing this for is for child sex trafficking and they're running kids through Ukraine. That's it. But check check this out. This was uh this is in the UN. This is the UN chief today. Hmm. The existential threats from the climate crisis to disruptive technologies, and we do so at the time of chaotic transitions. Our world is becoming unhinged. Geopolitical tensions are rising. Global challenges are mounting. And we seem incapable of coming together to respond. For much of the Cold War, international relations were largely seen through the prism of two superpowers. Then came a short period of unity. Just nine days ago, many of the world's challenges coalesced in an awful hellscape. Thousands of people in Derna, Libya, lost their lives in epic, unprecedented flooding. Even now, as we speak, bodies are washing ashore from the same Mediterranean Sea where billionaires sunbathe on their super yachts. Derna is a sad snapshot of the state of our world. The flood of inequity, of injustice, of inability to confront the challenges in our midst. 
Trump, welcome back to Meet the Press. No, no, Kristen Welker. No. We're going to get to that, though. We will. Because Kristen Welker is a cunt, and uh, well, she lied over and over and over and over again. We but might, we'll get we into that. We might play that on Friday. Okay. We might do that on yeah. Friday, a full interview, and then destroy it. Because it's like an it. hour long, okay. so I don't really I, know. I'll destroy that because I disagreed with a couple of points that Donald Trump made, too. I disagreed with Kristen Welker on a number of points. There were a couple of points that I disagreed with Donald Trump, too. I mean... Um. Before, before we get into the Jack Posobiec clip. Then again, I always you do. disagree with Donald Trump on a lot of things. But anyway. So, you know, Elon is is kind of at war with everyone right now. Yeah, really the ADL. But yeah. Yeah, the ADL. But um, And they're making his life a living hell. They really are. They're not doing a real good thing about it. No, they're they're really not. Um, This is a, a funny little clip from Elon here. You know, like there's an old saying, like uh, history is written by the by the victors. It's like, well, yes, but not if your enemies are still alive and have a lot of time on their hands to edit Wikipedia. <laughs> history is history is written by the people who can harness the most editors. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the, whoever, the losers just got a lot of time on their hands, and uh, you know, it's just, what do they do? Edit Wikipedia, <laughs> literally. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. That's true. What do you, what do liberal, they, they sit around, they edit Wikipedia for hours on end to make people look like douchebags. Nobody trusts Wikipedia. When you can self edit Wikipedia, what's the point in trusting it? But in a hundred years, when people look back, they might. That's if it's thought. still around. I was about to say it's internet. Based. If it's still around. The internet's going to be but gone. Something, something he said though brings me to this morning. You remember a, a, a while back, I was told that um, I should we should read Noah, the story of Noah. Well, I read the story of Noah this morning. Yeah, and now I understand why. Why is that? Okay. Oh, I was wondering when you were going to get to this because we're supposed to start the show off. I know. With this. I know. Uh, and I almost did, but we got off the rails. Way off. <laughs> I was just very okay. pissed. The Lord, the Lord God did not destroy the earth. The Lord God did not flood the earth. That's a bold statement, Con, uh -huh. yes, because that's not what a lot of people believe. I know. One of the lesser gods flooded the earth. He got pissed. One of the ones that was a, a part of making man initially, as we discussed yesterday, got all pissed off, said he was going to eliminate everybody and everything. Every living thing from the face of the earth and in the earth as well. In the earth initially said he was going to wipe off everything from in the earth and then everything from the face of the earth, every living thing. And then he got his dick slapped by God, essentially. No, 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 no. You don't destroy shit without my say so. Pretty much. God saved Noah. The Lord God saved Noah and Noah's family. And the Lord God made a pact with Noah and said, I won't let this happen again. The Lord God said, I will not destroy the earth again. Or I will not destroy the earth. It was like your dad dragging you up to the porch of the woman 
whose window by the you scruff broke of the out neck. by the scruff of your neck saying, yep. yeah, I'm going to replace it. Yeah, I'm going to fix it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't it though? Interesting. Makes you wonder like what, if Noah knew that back then, right? And Noah lived for what a thousand years, almost nine hundred and fifty. Yeah, nine hundred. Yeah, nine hundred fifty-six years. He lived for nine hundred fifty-six years, and he had a pact with God. What man has a pact with God? <laughs> that's a fucking hell of a. That's like that's like knowing the mob boss in your area. Well, and the other thing that was interesting was that they said that Noah walked with God. And the only other one that they said walked with God was Enoch. And Enoch didn't die, but Noah did die. Or did he? Or did he? Or did he? That's the better question. Or did he? Mm -hmm. Or is he living underneath the earth? Mm -hmm. With the rest of the Nephilim? Mm -hmm. Hmm. And questions about in that story, they talk about everything that was destroyed everything that God had breathed life into was destroyed. But before that, they said that in Genesis six, giants walked the earth at that time. That the giants were the product, essentially the Nephilim of the sons of God coming down to procreate with the daughters of men. So, so you think that this God flooded the earth because sons of God were procreating with women of mankind, creating a blood or a bloodstream essentially that wasn't there initially, that is now being replicated from both human genes and angels or fallen angels or some sort of mm-hmm. epic being mm-hmm. they created a race of people that pissed off this junior God yeah. who said, okay, well, I'm going to flood the earth. Yeah. I'm going to destroy everything because y'all suck because you're uncontrollable. You, you, you don't listen to anybody or anything. You do whatever you want. You don't care for the consequences. So you're the depravity and, just general everything gone. Fuck around and find out. That's literally what it is. Fuck around and find out. Look, uh, you know, I, I told you all before, fuck around and find out. It is, it is the most, cause you know what? We all have a breaking point. We all have a, you know, you read murder. Dad at home will be talking about uh, the Tower of Babel tomorrow. Let's think about murder for one second. Okay. You know, I've investigated a couple, you know, a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And let me tell you something. One of the things I saw over and over again is the breaking point. There is a breaking point with every human being. You all have it. You haven't been pushed there yet. You haven't been pushed to that level yet. But when you are pushed to that level, that breaking point's quick. It snaps and next thing you know, all you see is blood red in your eyes and everything else around you is dead. And that that God that destroyed the earth with the flood was very petulant. 
very pissy. Hmm. Had a lot of morning anger in him. Hmm. Yeah. Very Should have gotten laid a couple more times. Uh, probably. probably been fine. But anyway, but point still being is the breaking points quick. When you find out why some of these people like just look into some murders, that's all you got to do is like go on these. Uh, there's actually a good, good podcast. I just found today. The investigators. I don't know if you guys have listened to this mm. yet. It is really good to ex cops and they talk about crimes that are unsolved. It's really good. They talk about the psychology of what, what's going on in the crime, everything. It was, it was actually stupendous. I was sitting there going, holy shit. I know all about that. anyway. When you start looking into those crimes, you start realizing that people's dude, people have a hair trigger. They really do. All you got to do is push enough and that hair trigger breaks and everything dies period. It, it happens over and over again. And a lot of people don't realize it. They don't, they think people can deal with some people can, some people can deal with a whole lot of shit. And then there's some people that get pushed just enough. It's and, like trauma. And the next right? thing you know, you're standing there and the dude's sitting there going, go ahead. Some people, what, what will affect one person, destroy them emotionally and mentally. Another person will just shrug off like, nah, no big deal. That's it. If there are multiple gods, how do I know I'm siding with the right one? Leo, there is one Lord God, and then there are the sons of God. That's what the Bible says. That is literally what the Bible said. There is one Lord God. That's who we put first in our life. The Lord God. The only one, the guy up there that creates everything, that guy that did everything, the guy that put the water in your in our pond, put the food on our table. He makes sure that the, everything grows right. The chickens are there. Everything's fine. That's the guy that we trust. Yep. So um, anyway, it was, uh, it was very eye-opening this morning reading Noah. I, I can't wait till you get to the story of Jesus when he flips the tables because that's the hair trigger that I, you know, you, after you see all the shit that Jesus went through going to the, to the time in which he went into the shops where he went, when he went to the market and he flipped the tables that were three times the size of them. That was, you know, it, Justin always made a big deal out of this. And I, I used to laugh at him. I said, dude, I'm a Catholic. I, I know all about this, but what you're talking about with the tables and stuff, he went in there. The reason he was angry was at first was because of the silver they were using because they were using Roman silver instead of Jewish silver. And he said, the first thing, if you remember the actual Bible passage, he says, what is this silver you're using? It burns and stains my hands. And he threw it. And the next thing he did was he flipped a fucking three million pound table in front of all these people to say, you're not paying attention. Liana, we're not all children of God. No, that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says that we are man. The sons of God are different from man. We are made in the image. In the likeness. In the likeness of the gods. Which, that was the other kind of eye-opening part for me this morning. Realizing that the God that, that destroyed the earth with the flood was very petulant. And it reminded me of morning anger. And I said, well, of course, because if we are made in the image of likeness of God or of gods, 
God and the sons of God, then of course they have anger. Of course they get pissy and bitchy and petulant and whatever. Because we wouldn't if they didn't. Right? If we're made in the image of God. We're going <laughs> to I tell you what, somebody's about to find out about that. Somebody's about to find out about that because when he finally does get the balls up to come over here, he's going to be met with a nine millimeter in the face and he's going to be like, well, wait a minute. That was like six days ago. Even if it happens, if it happens a week, if this guy comes over here next week, folks, I'm still sticking a gun in his face and I'm telling him to get off my property because you see, the thing with me is this, once you rub me the wrong way, that's it. There's no getting me back. You can't get me back. Once you piss me off to that level where I've written you off in my mind and you're dead, you are dead. You might as well just go kill yourself. I'm dead serious. When you get me to that point, there, there is no way of re-clicking. That's a switch. Once you flip it, you can't flip it back. I will never, ever, ever fucking trust you. I will never, ever, 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 ever even think about you. You will be the last thought that I ever have. And I could care less. I literally, his house could be on fire tonight. I'm going to go piss right in his front lawn. I ain't going to piss on the house. I'll piss on his front lawn though. I'll be like, yeah, I'm helping. Go get the kids to do it. They love pissing outside, especially the little one. Just tell me why. Well, me and him, we're just going to line up right in his front lawn and piss. Be like, yeah, we're helping. I, I'm dead serious. I, I. That's how angry I get about shit like that. When you're that big of a pussy that you can't come and knock on the door. And just ask a question. I was right there. Just what the fuck him. is wrong? Hey, that, that just that just tells me I don't care how frustrated you are. I don't give a fuck. That means you don't. You have no respect for her, the way you talk to her. You have no respect for me, the way you talk to her. And you now expect me to do no. I'm going to tell you to fuck off. And walk the fuck away. And if you don't, I'm going to shoot you. Period. Polka Dot said, I am a child of God. I, I understand. I am a child of God too. Because now I accept God in my life. And I put him first in my life. That's not true of everybody. And if you do. Exactly, Griff. The thing is, people are created in the image of God. Our heavenly father and creator of heaven and earth. But the people that don't believe that Jesus died for us are not God's children. We are. They might be made in the image and likeness of God, but until they accept that Jesus died for their sins and accept that God is first and foremost, be all be. and end all of everything and that you need to put him first in your life, until you do that, you're. I don't think you can be counted among God's children. Yeah. Yeah. So. I would say that that's a, you, you have to, you have, first of all, that's why they say the, the route to heaven, think about it. Think about everything they say in the Bible. One of the most underlying themes in the Bible that goes back every time, like for whatever reason, mankind could not accept the way I look at it. This is my opinion. So you all can hate me if you want. Go ahead. I don't give a shit. This is my opinion. Think about this. God saw that mankind could not believe in him because they couldn't see him. So what did he do? He created a man, sent him down, said it was his son. And what did we do? We killed him. Yep. 
if there's an underlying theme that went through the Bible through Jesus Christ is your entrance into heaven. Yes, through Jesus Christ and his teachings. Not just saying, oh, well, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. No, his teachings about God. God's the one that gets you into heaven. It ain't Jesus. Just because you believe in Jesus doesn't mean you're getting in heaven. Jesus you gotta believe his teachings. If you believe his teachings and you believe in God, you're gonna get into heaven. Think about it. What's the one requirement to get into heaven? Faith. Faith. You have to have faith. You have to believe in God. If you don't believe in God, you're not going to heaven. I believe in God. I piss God off. I know I'm not going to heaven. That's fine. That's because you can't forgive yourself. But that's fine. It's on all of you. It's your own it's your own relationship with him. It's however you want to have it. You want to talk to him, just read the Bible and talk, do it. But have a belief in something. Fuck. Not the shit that they're spewing today because that ain't right either. Yes. Believe in something. Don't believe in everything. Don't believe in nothing. Just believe in something. Believe in something. Something. So Jack Posobiec. <sighs> yeah. Back to Jack. And I I'm rarely sorry. play My Jack Posobiec, but I know. Well, it's fine. Hey, it's church every day these days because no we We're need getting it. closer and closer. We are. What I'd like to do today is tell you the truth about the child organ trafficking that's going on in Ukraine and apparently has been going on for years. Because there was a story we reported a few months ago about an arrested child trafficker right on the border between Ukraine and Slovakia. What was this guy doing? He was telling refugee women that if they gave them their children, he would take them off to be adopted in Western Europe. They'd be grown up in Paris. They'd be living in splendor. Well, it turns out he was selling the children and selling their organs. There's a new video out now from this child trafficker, and apparently he's an ex-teacher. His name is Dennis Varodai. And this individual who made the video is now naming names about a charity organization, a boarding school at Perachin, Ukraine, right in the very vicinity on that border, that it turns out he claims the director of the boarding school, Vasil Kolba, as well as the institution's lawyer, Olga Longweiser, and the director's son, Vasil Kolba Jr., were involved in the sale of children for organs. Says the children would be taken away or claimed they would be taken away over a period of years to field trips over the weekend to different parts of Western Europe. And yet on those field trips, they had to make false documents about where the kids were going. He said that sometimes police officers. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on folks. Tell me something. Mm -hmm. Got a question for you. Bring us up. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, I do know something about this. Tell me something. Does this sound familiar? Oh yeah. Does this sound exactly like what happened in the sound? Listen, when I tell you that the Democrats run off of a playbook, so do criminals. Criminals know what works and what doesn't work, okay? They, they execute these plans all over the world. They're not just here in America. They're everywhere. They're in every country, in every continent across this world, okay? They do it all in conglomeration. They know what works. They know what doesn't. What did he just say right there? 
oh, we're going to take you on vacations and field trips all over Europe. You're going to come spend three months here. No, you're going to get sex trafficked into slavery and you're going to disappear. And they're going to say, we have no record of you. That's exactly what's about to happen here. That's exactly what Jack Posobiec is about to tell you. Why? Because it's the same playbook that they use in Colombia. It's the same playbook that they use in Mexico. It's the same playbook that they use everywhere in the world. Every child sex trafficker that has been involved in this shit that goes in the dark webs, they have a book for this. It exists. They know how to do this shit. They know how to move kids over the border. They know how to get them to come to them. This is all part of it. This this is not only disgusting, but he'll tell you, you're going to hear the rest of this. Just wait till you hear where the money's coming from. Wait till you hear that. Part. ...would show up in the night and they would take the kids away and then they would bring them back in the morning. Many times females. He claims this was the Perichin District Boarding School for orphans and children deprived of parental care and claims that this was all going on underneath the auspices of the officials of that area, the city of Perichin in Ukraine. I'll tell you something right now. If you think putting me on this list is going to intimidate me, you think it's gonna make me stop what I'm reporting? You think it's gonna make me stop getting these receipts and getting these details out to the American people and to the world? No. If anything, I'm going to redouble my efforts. And I'll tell you something else, I'm already planning my next trip. I'd like- Good, you know what? I, I like Jack Posobiec in this. I like the fact that he's doing this. Please do it. We need more people doing this. This is what we have to expose because what that interview goes on a little bit longer. It's a really good interview. If you haven't heard it, please go listen to Jack Posobiec today. It was, or yesterday it was last night. It's, it's a great interview. Um, one of the parts that he talks about is where the money's coming from. Well, it's not an interview. It's, him. it's just him. Well, it's just him. Yeah. But it's a great podcast. It's a great podcast. The money is some of the money, a lot of the money, us banks. He can yep. track the money back to U.S. banks. Who in the U.S. government? Where do you think all the money that we're sending to Ukraine is going? Mm -hmm. What do you think it's paying for? What, what have I? What it's have, not bullets. What have I been telling out. you? They're out. They're out of ammo. They're fighting with drones right now because they have no ammo because they spent all the money we sent them on kids. On kids, and on bullshit Biden wanted money going back in Biden's pocket getting trafficked through Ukraine and spinning right back around in the bank of Ukraine, by the way. And when we get his bank records, I can't wait to see this because you're going to see it in the bank records. The money's coming directly back to Biden. $620 million, folks. How do you make that much money that fast? I can't. Shit, I've been trying my whole life. Still haven't made $620 million yet. Haven't even come close. I guarantee none of you have either. But Joe Biden made $620 million in five years. What business was he selling? Kids. Tesla? I, I'm dead serious. What business was he selling? And that's what we're finding out. I bet I put money on it. We're going to find out that he was selling kids through Ukraine and it's been trafficking through there forever. And man, I, I 
telling you, telling you, this is why these shit bags got to go. We got to get rid of these fucking shit bags. This is what destroys our country, our country for the Americans. This is what destroys our country. Well, you talked about um, Biden's the real records here or Biden's bank records. You can't wait to see when they get Biden's bank records. Yep. Uh, so Jim Comer went on with Laura Ingram the other night. Because he still hasn't gotten them yet. Uh, yeah. So here. Let, let, and they're let's, fighting let's hard. They've got lawyers. About it. The real story is we asked for bank records and he wanted to come in and offered to patronize and waste taxpayer dollars by tying up legal fees, wondering why we he couldn't understand why we were requesting him. He wanted to know the legislative intent when everyone in America knows that the Biden family's taken in over $20 million from foreign oligarchs and they can't say a single thing they did to earn this money. So uh, if Joe Biden wants to do what he said he would do when he was running for president and be the most transparent president in the history of America, he can comply with our simple request. If he's innocent, then he'll make us look bad. But instead of complying with our request and being transparent with his personal finances, he set up a war room in the White House. He's suing whistleblowers who have bravely come forward to tell the truth about how their credible investigation was obstructed. And they continue to do everything in their power to obstruct this investigation. Wait, like, I, I just wait. We don't understand why. Why would you possibly want the president's bank records? We for they, what possible reason? Oh, I know. I, you know what? I do know, babe. You're right. I I do know. Hold on. You're right. I I, I do have some information on this. Oh, do you? I actually do. Yes. Well, because you can bring up the. Kristen Wilker interview now. Um, where do you have the highlights? Do you have a do you no, have a highlight reel? Oh uh -uh. uh, shit. No. I was really hoping you had a highlight reel. Mm -hmm. Um, why? Why why do we want the bank records? Well, let me tell you something. During the interview the other night with Kristen Welker, she's an idiot. Um, she's a lying idiot, which is worse. Um she lied her whole way through that interview. Uh, one of the big, big things she brought up was about Biden and about how Biden, there's no evidence. Well, we played the, the highlights that, you know, Correct. 10 minutes of evidence against Biden last night. And Trump's response wasn't very good. It was all right. It wasn't very good. Let me guess. He brought it around back to himself. Yeah, of course he did. He but does. he always does that. No, yes. it, it's neither here nor there. His response was okay, but it could have been a lot better. It could have been a lot stronger. He tried to say that these are charges from Biden, not from the DOJ. Nah, technically, they're from the DOJ, dude. Yep. You can't say that. If you've got sauce on Biden pushing the DOJ to indict you, then you need to drop it now. Because the only way that the American people are going to see this as that is you have sauce on it, which means you've got somebody that overheard Joe Biden telling Merrick Garland, even though you know for a fact that's the way it's done, that's immaterial. You have got to, you can't bring this up in front of the American people and then bring no receipts with it. We want, we're tired of no receipts. What we want is receipts. What we want is people with proof. And not people to come out and say, 
I have proof and I'm going to release it in a week and a half because no. you're going to be dead in nine days. No, we want you to drop, Just drop it. it. Just drop it. Let if us, you are truly honest, all you're going to do is drop your information. That's if you're full of shit, you're going to give a promo for it and say, oh, by the way, tune in next week at Tuesday at 5 30 because we got some hot information for you. That's bullshit. That's how you die. We don't do that. No. Nope, nope. However, apparently, uh, Biden and Merrick Garland are on the outs right now. I can't imagine why. With who? Biden and Merrick Garland. So they're they're fighting each other. With each other. Yes, they're on the outs. Hmm. Biden said, uh, bet Biden said, let me, let me, can I gander a guess? Because I don't know what you're talking about. Let let me gander a guess. Can I? Because I I literally, I've not heard this, so I don't know what you're talking about. Uh I'm going to gander a guess. Yeah. This is my guess. Mayor Garland is acting too much like a DOJ representative instead of a prosecutor. What do you want to bet? That's what Biden was bitching about. Maybe. Maybe. I'm just, hey, let's see how good I am. I'm dead serious. I haven't heard anything about this today. This is the first time. And this was from Sunday. Welcome back. New reports point to a hardening relationship between President Biden and his attorney general, Merrick Garland. Biden said to be absolutely infuriated by the decision to appoint a special counsel to his classified documents case and Hunter Biden influence peddling case. I asked New York Post columnist Miranda Devine about this relationship on Sunday Morning Futures yesterday. Watch. It seems pretty clear that uh, that Merrick Garland has decided that he's copying too much reputational damage uh, on behalf of Joe Biden's wayward son. And so I guess the gloves are off now. There's a there's a pit bull, uh, a guy called Leo Weiss, who's been put on the case, and mm-hmm. uh, he has a track record of being a tough prosecutor. Um, I don't think it's going to be easy going uh, for Hunter Biden to come. He's closing in on some pretty serious uh, aspects of this. Uh, particularly he's following the money trail. He has specific bank account numbers in the United States where Mm. uh, it's alleged by people in Ukraine uh, money went to Joe Biden. And one of Hunter Biden's lawyers is accusing Garland of being biased against the Bidens, but Garland's aides telling the Wall Street Journal these appointments are to stop suspicion that the president is influencing his decision. Liz, speak your thoughts. Um, Forgive me if I'm a little skeptical about this whole narrative, which is being put out there by a bunch of news organizations. Pause this I think really Merrick quick. Garland has done just fine. And, and just bring this back. Bring it back to where, uh, what's her name's from uh, the New York Post is on there. And let her talk again, because I want to stop it somewhere. Right about there. Weiss, who's been put on the case. And uh, he has. She called him a pit bull. Miranda Devine called David Weiss called a pit bull. David Weiss a pit bull. Yeah. No. Now I'm wondering about Miranda Devine. We all know that David Weiss is a pussy is a pussycat, and he's a bitch that was put in there by Merrick Garland. Yeah. He was appointed by Merrick Garland twice for the same case. Once as a DA, and now as a special attorney or as a special investigator, whatever. Hmm. Makes me wonder about what Miranda Devine is talking about, that she says that he's a pit bull, because if he were a pit bull, Hunter Biden right now would be facing charges for not only tax evasion, 
but the gun charges mm -hmm. and then all the drug charges on top of that, plus the gun charges on the computer, plus the drug charges on the computer, plus the sex crimes on the computer with underage girls. If he was such a pit bull, but he's not a pit bull. He's a fucking pussycat. He went after the three crimes that do not connect Joe Biden to Hunter Biden. And he charged Hunter Biden with the three crimes that do not connect either one of them together. So we, Miranda, what the fuck are you talking about? We're talking about mixed messages tonight. You're sending us one. You're one that has been all over this Hunter Biden thing. You've written some really great pieces about it. Now you're backing off. Who have you been reached out by? Because yep. I got to wonder, Miranda, you don't back off like that and call David Weiss a pit bull when you've called him a pussycat before. Makes me wonder who who she got paid off by. Did Ukraine finally get to Miranda Devine? Because if you remember, she was one of the first people that kind of scrubbed the top of it with child sex trafficking. Hmm. Yep. Makes you wonder. Miranda, I think you're full of shit, bro. Chick, whatever you are. Hey, look, I think you're full of shit. And I think you've been leading the American people on. And now I think you're going to be like, oh, look at this. Hunter Biden's getting his just dessert. No, he's not. No, he fucking isn't. Uh, developing evacuation is underway after a tanker carrying sulfuric acid overturned in Tyrone Township, Michigan. Go, Joe. Let's go, Brandon. Wouldn't that be booty juice? That's what, is, Joe, that's what Joe calls it. Isn't it, juice. isn't it Joe? Because he's the one at the desk and the buck stops there. Yeah, and that's what Ronald Reagan told us. Actually do anything. Or hey, I'm still going to blame know. him and Merrick Garland. Yeah, and so. like every single one of these people should lose political points for just being a part of this administration. Like you should not be allowed to run for office after being part of such a horrible administration that has fucked over the American people. Mm -hmm. Well, they are trying to impeach Biden. Let's see what Biden had yeah, to say we'll about see. it. That's very funny. For yesterday, take a listen. Lots of luck. That's not going to be hard, Joe. You suck. That's literally what he said. What's your response to the Republicans opening an impeachment inquiry into you? Lots of luck. Good luck with that. Okay. All right, Joe. Okay. What do you know that we don't? Okay. Well, the Bridgeport election fraud wasn't on the local news today. Did you guys hear about that? In Connecticut, in Bridgeport, Connecticut, in a blue county, they busted uh, an election supervisor with thousands, stuffing thousands of ballots into a, a ballot box. No. Oh, yeah. Where was it? When was this? Where? Two days ago in Bridgeport, Connecticut. You're fucking kidding me. No, not fucking kidding you. Is that who I think that is? Yeah. What's up, dude? Dude, I ain't seen you in a hot minute, bro. And me and you partied like fucking superheroes. <laughs> and I know you remember. Oh. I know you fucking remember the days of New Milford. I know you do. I don't. Because I was really drunk. You were really fucking stoned and really on acid and on time. all sorts of shit. All kinds of things. Anyway. Jesus. That was that was some fun. I still remember some of the shit we did, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you're laughing now, yeah. but I could tell some stories on here but that yes. would have you embarrassed. Do I need to bring up Brigadoo? 
I mean, no. if I've got to bring up Brigadoon okay. and your no your class that. act that you pulled in that no in that play, that. No, I good. will be all about but, that. Uh, so the the whole Connecticut voter election fraud thing is making the rounds of alternative media, but they're not. And occasionally on the MSMs here and there, but not. Do you have anything on it? Any I mean, any uh, clips or anything? Or is it just a media wide blackout? Uh, it's kind of a media wide blackout. But hold on, let me see if I can find one. Maybe I, I'm just wondering up. because. Yesterday is funny because yesterday we had that conversation with that other dude um, at that job we were at, and he he started yelling at my boy, and and told him he's like, dude, what are you talking about? He's like, elections, you know, how can we, how can we trust something that we're supposed to, we're supposed to vote in it? We're supposed to vote in the elections, every one of us, right? And in our local county here, in the last election. 123% of our county voted mm -hmm. 120. How is that possible? Um, there, a lot of them are dead or didn't actually vote, but anyway, here's, here's the Connecticut clip. Thanks. I knew at 4.30 allegations of absentee ballot fraud in Bridgeport, all after video was leaked showing a woman stuffing envelopes into the ballot drop box. A lot of people have a lot of questions now. Channel 3 New Haven Bureau Chief Matt McFarland is live with our mobile newsroom in Bridgeport with what he's learning. Matt. No, Chair, there's been some protesters out here, but you can see the ballot box right behind me here at the government center. And then also the camera, the surveillance camera that caught this act. The challenger, John Gomes, claims this election was stolen. The secretary of the state is actually going to hold a press conference in about an hour addressing the allegations of absentee ballot fraud. Now, the video posted to John Gomes' campaign Facebook page shows a woman whom he claims to be a supporter of Mayor Joe Gannon and a city hall employee stuffing envelopes into the absentee ballot drop box outside the government center a number of times in the early morning hours of September 5th. Gomes lost last week's Democratic primary to Ganem by just 251 votes. On election night, Gomes had a lead thanks to the in-person voting at the polls, but the absentees, which Ganem won by nearly a two-to-one margin, pushed him over the top. It should be noted, according to the Secretary of the State's office, only a voter, a designee of a voter who has an illness or a disability or a family member is allowed to mail or put a ballot in a drop box. Hopefully the SEC along with uh, Governor Lamont and Secretary of the State will do what needs to be done in order to uh, bring back the integrity every vote that goes into the ballot box because how do we go forward with a November election to secure that every vote counts fairly? This is it. Mm -hmm. WSAV, I, I never thought I'd ever call your call letters out. Uh, Channel 3 News in Connecticut. That's uh, not that's, WSAV, that's W... WCBS? No, I, I don't remember. But no, that's SA, right. SAV is, is down, down here. here. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, I don't remember. Fuck, I don't remember their call letters. What's their call letters, Sergeant Horse? Anyway. But yeah, that, that could be the, that's the tip right there. That, that that yeah that that that's Democrats too. That's a Democrat mayor. Texas Trout said running uh, against another de Democrat mayor. I can I can answer this question for you, Texas Trout. I said as a veteran. So when voting absentee as a military individual, aren't there controls in place to prevent something like this when voting from overseas? Yes. Um. No. Yes, sir. There are, but they don't work because almost every military ballot goes through adjudication. It does. Because true. they print their own ballots and it's not on an actual ballot paper. They send it in 
And then an election supervisor transcribes the soldiers' votes to an actual piece of of that's of overseas. That's overseas voting. Overseas. That's not Correct. when you're at your home station. Mm -hmm. Cause when you're at your home station, you go vote in, yeah, in, a, in, a, in a polling center voting overseas. And there are also reports. If you remember in WTOC, no WTOC is down here too. TIC. I think it's WTIC. Um, yes, seriously. There were also reports because they ship the ballots over here. They don't fly them. They put them on a cargo ship and they ship them here. And there were reports that, some of those containers just fell off the fucking boat. Yeah, they, they don't fly them back to the U.S. No, they, they, ship, they them ship them and put them on a ship. 2020 election for Donald Trump, some like three or four containers of ballots fell off the ship and were unrecoverable on the way here. Folks, I can tell you this much, too, about military voting, especially overseas. When I got big into voting, when I started voting normally, regularly, which was a long time ago in my career, because um, I realized it had an effect on what happened to me. It's like, wait a minute. Why am I not casting a vote? I need to cast a vote because if I'm going to go to war, I want to know I'm going to war for the right reasons. So I started voting. One of the things I noticed really quick about voting overseas when I was overseas deployed was it wasn't the same ballot. And I took pictures of it and I sent it back. I said, wait a minute. This isn't the same ballot that's in Georgia right now. This isn't the same ballot that I'm... It was like a lot of typed in shit. It was weird. It was like... It was like fill in the bubble. I was like, how is this legal? And like, we have, you have a voting control officer assigned to every unit in the U S army. So if you're deployed during an election, your vote still counts or that's what they tell you. And they hand you a piece of paper and it looks nothing like a voting ballot that I've ever filled out before at a voting center. Never. It is a, like a, a scan. It's like a, a scanned copy of a, of a ballot that you have to physically mark in with a pen that, you know, they can't read it because they're going to run it through a scanner. It might have a barcode on it, but it doesn't mean shit because it took a picture of the barcode. And when I ran the barcode, it doesn't come back to anything. Nope. Yep. Every single one goes through adjudication. And that's why almost all the, all the military ballots went to Biden because I guarantee you that they all should have gone to Trump. Military was hardcore Trump supporters, hardcore Trump supporters, at least while he was in office. President Trump. Um, and this was interesting. This is uh, that little fag McCarthy. Mm -hmm. Who, by the way, real quick, apparent, apparently there is a resolution floating around the floor of Congress to oust McCarthy. It only takes one person Remember, that was the rules that the Freedom Caucus managed to get in um, when- Just takes one person order, to remove him. In order for McCarthy to become speaker. Matt Gates is circulating a resolution to remove McCarthy as speaker right now. Good. Because he's not done anything that he said he was going to do. Nope. He's still holding back the January 6th tapes. He's, uh, I mean, the whole Biden investigation has basically been- Whitewashed. Slow walked and stonewalled. Um, we're and just starting an, an impeachment inquiry now that should have happened four five months ago. That should have happened the first day the first that he day, was in office, which is what he said he was going to do. And now they can't get a bill together. So anyway, let's, uh, and we'll get to that in a second, but. Well, for the continuation of the government. Yeah. Yeah. 
President Trump is stronger today than he was in 2016 or 2020. And there's a reason why. They saw the policies of what he was able to do with America, putting America first, making our economy stronger. We didn't have inflation. We, we didn't have these battles around the world. We didn't look weak around the world. Well, it looks like Ron DeSantis is now trying to work with your colleagues who are pushing for a shutdown. Yeah, but I don't think that would work anywhere. A shutdown would only give strength to the Democrats. It would give the power to Biden. It wouldn't pay our troops. It wouldn't pay our border agents. More people would be coming across. I actually want to achieve something. And this is where President Trump is so smart that he was successful in this. You know, President Trump is beating Biden right now in the polls. Yeah, we have the poll. Let's show yeah. it. He's stronger than he has ever been in this process. And look, I... I served with Ron DeSantis. He's not at the same level as President Trump by any shape or form. He would not have gotten elected without President Trump's endorsement. And so I believe our best step forward, pass our appropriation bills so we're stronger. Take the wokeism out, secure our border to make America stronger. What about the... Stop this. Stop, stop, stop. Okay. You just cucked out. You little Completely. faggot. Did you really he just, just said on his knees in blue Trump Donald Trump? Holy shit. With you, some extra tongue action. What a, the what a faggot. What a fucking, you know what? We don't need to listen to this anymore I because he just that. cucked out Completely. big time. Oh, look at Donald Trump. He's doing better in every whole. I mean, hey, the, how about you wrong. bend down, stick your hands on his thighs. And make sure you get the full action of your neck while you're sucking his dick, Kevin. Let me see if she ever puts that poll up. Uh, it, Trump's beating Biden by like, I don't know, 10 or 20 points nationally or something ridiculous like that. Anyway. Um, it's, it, yeah, it, it is. It's 68% to, to like, it's 68% to 52%, yeah. something like that, is what Trump is beating Biden nationally right now. It's, Fuck McCarthy. It's oh my God. I cannot believe he just like literally said like not even a week ago, we were watching a clip that we played here on this show mm -hmm. last Wednesday mm -hmm. that we played from Sunday when he said, well, Donald Trump, you know, if he doesn't change his ways, he needs to, you know, he needs to fix his shit so that everything, you know, the Republicans get behind him. And now he's all of a sudden down holding on to both Donald Trump's thighs, sucking his dick, saying he's done great. No, Kev, you weren't there to help him back before. No. When we were trying to get shit way. done, all you did was stand in the way. Well, Tanya said, how would the replacement be better? How long would it take to get that replacement out? Um, well, it depends on, I mean, it depends on who the replacement is. You're not wrong. I mean, look at Kathy Hochul, the most evil fucking cunt on the planet. Um, well, look at Joe Biden. What do we have to do if we get uh, rid of Joe Biden? We got Kamala Harris. Exactly. Come along, Harris. But um, anyway, let's let's talk a little bit about the uh, continuing resolution to try and fund the government now just till the end of the month, because that's how fucking pussified they are. First full conference meeting since the stopgap funding measure was shared by two groups within the party. The plan, though, has sparked backlash from some conservatives there on Capitol Hill. House Democrats also held a meeting after sending a letter to Speaker Kevin McCarthy outlining their response to the short-term spending proposal. Nicole Killian joins us now from Capitol Hill with more on how both major parties are responding to this proposal. Nicole, anything for our viewers to be excited about? Uh, we know Republicans met earlier in the day, so where do things stand right now? 
Well, House Republican leaders are intent on trying to move forward with this proposed short-term spending bill, continuing resolution, or CR, as it's called. This was an agreement that was brokered between the Main Street Caucus and members of the House Freedom Caucus, which would basically extend funding for the government for additional month. Also, it would cut funding across the board by about 8% for federal agencies, with the exception of the Defense Department and Veterans Affairs. And then also, uh, you know, it would include some border security provisions. So I had a chance to speak with the head of the House Freedom Caucus about what his message is to some of his members to try to get them on board with his package. Take a listen. My message is, is what is it that you're interested in doing that you're not seeing here, and can we accommodate that? And by accommodating to that, that do we lose other votes to, to accommodate you? If we can accommodate you and keep the votes, let's accommodate you. So basically what the chair is saying there is, look, you know, we have a package on the table. We can either go with this or, you know, we're going to have to deal with whatever the Senate sends over, which is probably something that we don't want to accept. So while you may not like this package that we brokered, it's better than what we will get from a Democratic-run Senate. So that's kind of uh, the argument that's being made there. And we do know that negotiations continue to be underway uh, with uh, members who are opposed to this package to try to get them on board. The speaker alluded to that earlier, uh, you know, saying that he is open to making changes to this package if it helps him get to that uh, magic number of 218. And to that point, Nicole, are Democrats' requests likely to be included in the funding bill if Republicans are, are desperate, I guess, at some point? Well, right now, it seems like the speaker really wants to move forward with members of his own party. And so that's kind of what they're working on in terms of trying to coalesce them around this uh, short-term funding package that, again, was negotiated by key factions of, of the Republican Party. But I asked him about the prospects of that bill. If it passes the House, what may happen to it in the Senate? So but even if you get to 218, though, was it worth all the hand-wringing because Leader Schumer has said this is not a serious proposal in terms of the CR? We are one body. The Senate is another body. If they have a different idea, put their idea up, and then let's go to conference and figure out the differences. That's the way government was designed in America. But if the whole idea is that the House has to agree to whatever Schumer wants, that doesn't work. So basically, the speaker indicating that he's going to move forward with this Republican package, this Republican short-term CR, irrespective of what Leader Schumer has said in the Senate, which just today the leader said that any type of package here in the House that's currently under review, that that is just not going to pass the Senate, this temporary funding bill that Republicans have proposed. So again, even if we get the ball over the finish line here in this chamber, it's going to meet a dead end over in the Senate. And again, we only have about a week and a half left before we reach this funding deadline. So uh, it really begs the question, what leaders are going to do on both sides to try to avert this shutdown before the end of the month. In the meantime, Nicole, in the background, Congressman James Comer says the first Biden impeachment inquiry hearing will take place next week. What's new on that front? 
Well, that is the new news that, uh, you know, the chair hopes to move forward with a hearing uh, next week. He had indicated that he wanted to hold one this month, and now we are learning that the date of that hearing will likely be next Thursday. And he said that really this will be kind of a rehashing of some of uh, the evidence that they have uncovered to date, kind of bringing everybody up to speed on what uh, his committee and other Republican-led committees in the House have learned uh, that he hopes to potentially bring in some legal experts. He also is interested in issuing a subpoena for more bank records from Hunter Biden and others, uh, but he is still kind of waiting for some uh, paperwork to go through here in the House, kind of formalizing this inquiry up before he can move forward on that front, uh, but he's hopeful that he can subpoena those records soon as well. All right, very significant. Nicole Killian, thank you very much. You bet. Well, that uh, that uh, does not sound good for old Kevin. It sounds like people are not going to agree, and it sounds like we're going to go into a full-blown government shutdown. I would say that's probably correct. Because, listen, if Kevin McCarthy gets ousted before the government shutdown happens, he'll he'll go ahead and let it shut down. You want to know oh, why? Yeah, absolutely. Because he'll show it as a failure for whoever the next incoming speaker is. Yep. And that's what he'll run on. Because that's what politicians do instead of licking their wounds and going to the back corner and walking away, he's going to use this against whoever runs against him. So if it is uh, Trump, like dad at home, you said you've heard for a long time. And so have I, is that Donald Trump was going to be the speaker of the house. How is that possible? You can't go to court, run a campaign and be the Speaker of the House at the same time. Those three things have never, ever been accomplished before. I mean, you've not gone to court and run a campaign either. True. But there's no way that even if Donald Trump could do that, he could meet all of the requirements for being Speaker of the House right now because right now he's under indictment. True. Uh, no, Mr. So, Hall, you can't say that that lady's racist since she has a white girl haircut because that's not her real hair. Sorry, that was a wig, darling. Well, I kind of agree with you, Mr. Hall, because I wouldn't. That was a wig. I couldn't 100%. tell either. I could absolutely tell. You see the little, the. The stippling at the top. The, the hair in the front. Um, That was, it did not match the hair on her head. That was totally a wig. Okay. You can, I can tell. I can't. Because see my real hair right here, right? Yeah. Um, her, hers. Is that real? Yeah, that's that, real hair. That, <laughs> anyway. I thought it was funny. Oh. Yeah, shut it down. Shut it the fuck down. Do it. Don't look. We're already suffering. It ain't going to make it any worse. The government's out of our lives for three weeks. Please shut it down. Oh, no, 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 no. It's it's not October 1st. No, no, no. No, that's, shut it down. That's literally, they're trying to fund the government through October 1st. That's what they're trying to do. We don't even have an October. That's not right October now, 1st. That's next week. Like that's tomorrow. next week. No, it's next week. Next week it shuts down. Yeah. Okay. No, no, it's the 21st. So you're right. It would be Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, the government shuts down. If they can't get this bill approved, see ya. Mr. Hall, cultural appropriations only works for races other than white people because white people apparently have no culture, so they can just steal whatever we say is our culture because it doesn't count. That's not true. I've got a culture. You've yeah, got a culture. You're Irish. <laughs> That's a culture. I know. I'm I was being facetious, okay, I, dumbass. I was being an asshole. Anyway, 
Um, Fuck Marjorie Taylor Greene. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So this is this is funny. In the Senate, they literally changed the dress code to accommodate Fetterman. Fat Fet, fuck Fetter, Fetterman. Fetterneck. Fat fuck Fetterman. Fetterneck. Fat fuck Fetterman. Okay. So just say what it is. All right. Fat fuck Fetterman. It's, it's um. Just listen. Uh, what what do you say to that? Well, you know, her platform, you know, really, she runs on more and more dingling, you know, picks, you know, on uh, in the the, me- the meetings uh, over in in the Congress. So I, again, uh, I I'm not really sure why she cares how I dress, uh, but. You know, she really takes it a different way. Marjorie Taylor Greene said the Senate no longer enforcing a dress code for senators to appease Fetterman is disgraceful. Dress code is one of society's standards that set etiquette and respect for our institutions. So and the, the way they changed it is that senior senators elected by the people are no longer required to abide by any dress code on the floor. He's not a senior senator. It doesn't, He's a freshman it, does, senator. it doesn't matter. Any any senator, any of what they call it, upper house senator okay he's, he's still not an upper ha- he, he's but the the point is is he's not he is a freshman he is a freshman fucking senator well apparently he is a brand new baby in the senate he has not ever held an office before he's got all the lowest committee positions he's got all the lowest office positions well he was mayor of a city that he completely destroyed no that does not apply he, was, he was never a senator i know I know. He is not a. He has never However, been a senator. They before. literally changed the dress code to accommodate him. But all the staffers, anybody that's not an elected representative of the people, is still required to abide by the dress code. But anybody that was elected by wow. the people no longer has to abide by a dress code. Wow. So I want people in Congress to start showing up in shorts and t-shirts. I'm well, dead serious. That's just for the Senate. That's not for Congress. Oh. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. Ben Sanders said soon there'll be no dress code in the fucking military too. Honey, they're already allowing full sleeves because their recruitment numbers are so low that they're, uh, they, they've, they're relaxed, allowing beards. they've relaxed their tattoo standards. Yep. They, uh, they, re- uh, they allow beards for religious reasons. Yep. Um, sure do. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're, the, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Anyway. I'd show up in a tux. I would show up in one of those tie shirts. You know, the ones where you have the t-shirt and it's got a tie on it. That's what I would show up. I got so pissed, dude. I got so pissed. Remember when uh, it was before I became front office manager, I literally worked in the back. I was answering the phones. I was the guest services manager. Right. And um, the front office manager went to the GM and like insisted that everybody, that everyone wear a jacket all the time, like a business jacket all the time. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I was so fucking pissed. I'm like, I literally work in the back office where it's a hundred and fucking 20 degrees all the time. And the other girl fucking stinks. I'm not wearing a fucking jacket. You can kiss my ass. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I still always had to have my shoulders covered. Like couldn't wear a sleeveless shirt. Um, and I did wear a jacket if I was wearing a tank top, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's a dress code everywhere. It's, Basic business etiquette. You don't show up to a business meeting wearing a t-shirt and jeans, even though I did that today. <laughs> Covered in sawdust nonetheless. Oh, but that's okay. Well, then you can't say that. But it was a Zoom meeting and it wasn't like 
you know, real. I weren't, I wouldn't show up to the Senate wearing a fucking t-shirt and jeans. You want to make a bet right now? I'm going to walk in wearing a spare pair of speedos and some fucking, I'll wear some spankies if I have to. Genesepi will make them for you. Yeah, I know she will. We'll, we'll, we'll get you the, the, um, the track, I give a fuck. I'll the walk ones. I'm going to walk but, right the into the, the Senate wearing that. The track on the outside. Yeah, I want the fucking <laughs> mud stain on the outside. Anyway, I don't want it on the inside. Ron DeSantis had something to say about the dress code because he just had to throw in on there. Yeah, it was. You know, because because he's still trying to make points. Well, because McCarthy sucked Trump's dick instead of over his. So <laughs> now know. he's got to say something to try and make it up. So now he's got to try and get exactly. his dick blown. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So I don't, did you guys hear the U.S. Senate just eliminated its dress code because you got this guy from Pennsylvania who's got a lot of problems. I mean, let's just be honest, like how he got elected. Well, I, I mean, he got elected because they didn't want the alternative, but um, he wears like sweatshirts and hoodies and shorts and that's his thing. So he would campaign in that, which is your prerogative, right? I mean, if that's what you want to do. But to show up in the United States Senate with that and not have the decency to put on proper attire, I think it's disrespectful to the body. And I think the fact that the Senate changed the rules to accommodate that, um, you know, I think looks speaks very poorly uh, to how they consider that. Look, we need this country. We need to be lifting up our standards in this country, not dumbing down our standards in this country. And this is an example why. All right, everybody. You know, you might say some shit that makes sense every once in a while. You're still a cuck. You're still a cuck. When you go out there and you, you say stupid shit like that, like. Stay, stay in We stay voted. In they, they voted for him because they didn't want the alternative. Dude, you're just as bad as they are. Mm -hmm. DeSantis, listen to me, bro. You would have a halfway decent like speech if you actually yes, admitted. Yes, ran against Dr. Oz. If you actually admitted that the elections were stolen, you would be doing a lot better in the polls. But Paul Ryan would never, I'm sorry, DeSantis would never admit that. You would be doing a lot better if you admitted that the election was stolen. You'd be doing a lot better in the polls. And I'm surprised that your guy that you have running your campaign right now has not told you this yet. I'm going to let you know. You'd be doing a lot better if you said that the election was stolen. Kids are being trafficked around the world. And that this government is behind it. You would be doing a lot better with the general American public if you said those things. You won't because Bush won't let you say it. And he's got his hand shoved so far up your ass that he can touch your tonsils. Mm. Get real. Dude, you're a cuck. We're not dumb. The American people are not dumb. We're obviously getting smarter. We've got podcasts out now that talk shit about nothing about you people. Maybe you should figure it out. We ain't stupid. You're not going to get the bulk of America out off their asses to vote by telling them some used up bullshit they've already heard 365 times before. It ain't going to work. We're not going to fall for it again. We don't give a shit. We're at the point now where it already sucks. How much worse can it get? It can't. We're already there. People are already struggling. 
What else is going to happen? Shut the fucking government down. Fuck Ron DeSantis. Fuck every other faggot that says anything else different. Fuck them all. Yeah. It's about time that we take over. That the big boys take control of the fucking playground again. Because this shit that's going on right now ain't working. And you all see it. You all see it affect your pocketbooks. You see it affect your, your, your wallets. You see it when you go to the pump. You see it when you go to buy your kids food. Teach a man to fish and he'll survive for the rest of his life. Give a man a fish and he'll die the next day. Jesus was right. He wasn't full of shit when he said that. Teach a man to grow his own food and he will live forever. Buy a man food and he will die tomorrow. Still applies. Same thing. The only way we get through this is our own independent strength. Meaning you're as big as your community. You're as big as your neighborhood. Yep. And the asshole next door, he just lost the biggest supporter he had. Fuck you. Next. Um, so the clip we were playing last night that we interrupted to talk about Stephanie, which brought me to tears again this morning, by the way, I said a little prayer for Stephanie and Jack. Um, but, uh, I found a shortened version of the best of that. So we're going to play that, that shortened version, that minute and a half instead of the whatever. Gentlemen's recognized. Thank you, ma'am. Um, well, I hear a lot of complaining about what it's going to do to California. Well, don't cry for California. We do a lot of bad ideas affect the whole country. Indeed, we have one eighth of the country's population and a little over one eighth of the uh, country's uh, auto sales. So what does that mean? Well, we're not going to get a whole lot of help from the manufacturers or the CEOs because they want to get along with Washington, D.C. But we're here about preserving choice for all Americans on automobiles. The California Air Resources Board is an unelected board appointed by Governor Gavin Newsom who is not the guy who's on your side for freedom. As well, recently, after this mandate in California came out by 2035, a few days later he said, oh, people, would you please not uh, charge your electric vehicles right now because it's going to affect our grid because we don't have enough power on the grid. Rolling blackouts, bans on hydroelectric dams. They almost took down our last nuclear power plant. So California is not the place a lot of solutions are going to come from. Indeed, you said Republicans put these in place. Well, these have been weaponized in the 50 years since then with... Uh, Air Air Board and uh, all the other entities that have been put in place. So 1435 will preserve choices for people. I've actually lived it myself as I've had a real job on a farm. So in closing, I urge my colleagues to vote no on the motion to recommit and yes on H.R. 1435. I yield back. Mm. Yeah, California is not the place for good decisions. (laughs) He's dead on right there. He roasted freaking Gavin Newsom. (laughs) Gavin Newsom all in one shot. Yeah, Yeah, well, we're not the brightest place to to make good decisions because we really don't. We're pretty retarded. Wow. Yeah. That was good. Well done, sir. Yeah. I mean, even if he is a boring old white man, he really is too. You want to get hot? Oh my God, yes. Yes. So, well, we wanted to smoke a bowl before the show started, and then we, we got held caught caught up with other things. And yeah, a retarded neighbor to deal with. Well, no, I had to I had to put the chickens up like two hours early, which they were very pissy about. Well, they were because they were running across the yard. As soon as I went to go pick up the kid, yep. they they went they went jet, right back across the yard, right across the yard, and so. I was let him go. Actually, I did let him go for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I let him go for a good couple minutes. And you're like, and then nah, I was like, nah, I'm gonna do something that I'm gonna have to kill somebody, and it's gonna be ugly. Yeah. 
So anyway, get it ready, fuckers. If you got it, light it up, smoke it down. It's that time. It is that time. Sparky boy, Sparky boy, you out there, bro? Stop smoking that GMO weed. We don't smoke GMO weed. I mean, we smoke our weed. Some of it, some of it's GMO weed. Still gets me high, yes. Yeah. Not really. Last weed that had that effect on me was Marley. Man, that Marley had me stoned as fuck. I can't wait till we get that strain going. That'll be an outstanding strain. It's all GMO weed, except the stuff I got, the seeds I got directly from Bob Marley's place. That is not GMO weed. That's the original shit. <laughs> Isn't all legalized weed GMO? Yes, anything you buy in a dispensary is absolutely GMO. I was just wondering, because they don't come out, they don't have seeds. There's no seeds in their weed. There's no... Uh, yes, yeah, so that's why it's being legalized. Did I play that clip last week about weed being legalized? I was gonna play it right after tribute. No, because we got wrapped up. Yeah, get wrapped up. Something. All right, I'll play it next. Did you play that the other night though? I thought you played that the other night. The schedule three? Yeah. Yeah, well, you played that okay. the other night. Right, you played that two nights ago. Because we definitely ran with that. Because that's one we're waiting on. It's be the first time that Biden's ever done any any good for the American people ever. And apparently, the Republicans are softening their stance on it. Well, I knew that was going to happen. So. Probably because it's the only way they're going to get elected again. Yep. At least that's what they think. See, they they fail to realize that the fucking. Anyway, so I make weed as bad for you as alcohol. Leo Slayer, they so. finally found a way to, yeah. to make weed as bad for you as alcohol. I, Absolutely. I, I, it's I agree. so much stronger now than it was like even when we were kids, never mind when our parents were kids. Oh, no shit. I mean, well, I don't know. Some of that old shit. I've had some of that the old hash before. That old hash was amazing. Me and Justin smoked a joint of old hash when we were out. It, he was like, hey, this is the old shit. This is shit your parents used to smoke. Hmm. I was like, bullshit. And okay. we smoked it and it, it was pretty strong. It's yeah. not bad. 
<sighs> That's why I always like being in a corner because I get fixed in. You, I, this chair rolls, and I always I lean know. right. When I lean right, it rolls right. And it puts me out of frame. All right. Well, since we only have like 20 minutes left, because tonight's an early show, let's uh, let's run through some quick headlines real quick. Oh, Lauren Boebert getting thrown well, out of a movie theater. We'll get to that. But hold on. Uh, so first off, they found the plane officially. There you go. They're already lying about it. Yep. Well, a roughly 24-hour search for one of the military's most sophisticated aircraft is over this afternoon, but the questions... All right, stop, stop, stop. It all started stop, pause it. I'm dead serious. Pause it. Stop it. Are you fucking kidding me? You can't even... The, this is how bad your local news media sucks. They can't even get a picture of an F-35. That's an F-15. That is not an F-35. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, no wonder they couldn't find it because no one knew what it looked like. Jesus Christ. These motherfuckers right. are such retards. Anyway. Pilot was forced to eject from an F-35. The stealth jet kept flying on autopilot, eventually crashing nearly 80 miles away. And where Sam Brock is in Williamsburg County, South Carolina, where it's believed the plane went down. A high-level mystery this morning in South Carolina's low country. A hundred million dollar F-35 fighter jet missing for a day. Eventually found last night where it apparently crashed in this rural area, according to the military, two hours northeast from Joint Base Charleston. One resident thinks he heard it go down. And I heard a plane coming across. I mean, the plane is mighty low. And I heard it, boom. Others like Vanessa Presley trying to get a read on how this search went off the radar. Are people here talking about how strange it is that a fighter jet disappeared for 24 yes, hours? Yes, yes, That should have cost that much amount of money. Yeah, <laughs> that's just not something that happens every day. The stealth aircraft went missing after the pilot and only person on board was forced to eject on Sunday. The military base making a plea to the public. If you have any information that may help our recovery teams locate the F-35, please call the Base Defense Operations Center. But how details of this mishap were communicated, not sitting well with area congresswoman Nancy Mace. Frustrated would be an understatement right now because our, our community deserves basic minimum answers. So far, neither Joint Base Charleston nor the 2nd Marine Aircraft Wing, where the jet is part of the training squadron, are commenting on what might have caused the unexplained series of events. The FAA is also not responding to our request for comment but is working with the military, local and state law enforcement, and the Civil Air Patrol. In the wake of this incident and two deadly crashes involving Marine Corps aircraft in the last month, the acting commandant ordering a safety stand-down of all Marine Corps aircraft for two days this week. NBC News aviation analyst Jeff Gazzetti says there's at least one crucial resource for getting some answers. We have a, a living pilot, a living witness uh, to tell us what happened, and I'm sure he's already told their story to the investigative team. It's our most advanced jet in this country, and we need to find out what went wrong. Okay, so now I know you all. President been waiting. Trump, welcome back. I, I know you guys have been waiting for this all night. So, are you ready for what I know? Yes, go for it. Okay, so get this. This is what I found out today. 
took a lot of digging. I had to call in some extra resources on this, had to ask a couple of friends for some favors. And I appreciate it, fellas. You guys know I don't fuck you guys. I'm not going to say your name on the air, nor will I ever talk about you and who you are. But you know who you are. And it's important that I say thank you because I had to call in some real big favors today. So one of the first places I go is flight track data. So the problem with flight track data is flight track data is not track military aircraft, meaning not cargo aircraft. It does track cargo aircraft. It does not track fighter aircraft. Okay. I'm fine with that. I understand the reasons for that. I trust me, you, you're not going to sell me a conspiracy theory that says, no, we should no, 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 we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. Those guys have a dangerous enough job as it is. Let's not add to it. Let's not tell people where they're at, all right? Let's not publicize it. Let's not talk to people about that. Let's keep that to ourselves. I get that. However, when I noticed that there was nothing on the flight track data, I was like, wait a minute. That means everybody from the military Wing, air wing, whatever military air wing that was a part of, which tracks the flights all the way to the FAA, everybody scrubbed it. And this is a normal flight. Sometimes they publish the flight route and they track the planes. Sometimes, not all the times. Seeing how these guys were leaving from Charleston Air Base up there, I also know that they were involved in the games down here. So I knew a couple people that I could call on and I did long story short. Apparently this pilot was a bit of a showboat. He was doing some shit pretty erratic that apparently you're not supposed to do. Hence the reason they're keeping everything hush hush about this. Matter of fact, one of my buddies said, don't be surprised if in the next 24 to 72 hours, they blame the pilot for this mishap. They said, well, they normally do. Every time you ever hear about a plane crashing, it's always the pilot's fault, especially if it's military. For instance, um, <clears throat> this is dating me here. I don't know the exact year. I think it was 97. Yes, it's 1997. I was a part of a LURS team uh, down at Fort Campbell. We were doing a demonstration for, at the time it was, um, he was the sitting senator from Tennessee. It was uh, Thompson. He was the big actor dude. He was always in the Die Hard movies. We were doing a demonstration for him, okay? And I was, we were doing a fast roping insertion. And I was on the second bird coming in. The first bird. So when you ask a military guy, uh, you, you want to know a really good key question. Um, you can ask, especially special forces guys, uh, rangers, rangers, special forces guys, anybody that was in a tier one unit, you can ask these guys and you know that they're real. When you ask them, how many helicopter accidents have you been in? I can count every one I've been in. This is the grand total of helicopter accidents I've been in. Yikes. Okay. So we were coming in to do this fast roping demonstration for Fred Thompson. 
And as the first bird comes in, there's actually video out there. It's on YouTube. As the first helicopter comes in, it sets. You see the ropes fall out and guys start falling. That was my bird. The second bird comes in. It starts to set. The nose goes straight down and the helicopter goes straight into the ground. Kills everybody on the helicopter. When I got to the ground, uh, a piece of the rotor blade had broken off and went flying across in front of me. And I was that close to death. And I sat there and went, oh, shit. holy shit. So always ask guys in the military, you want to know if a guy was in special, he's going to tell you he's been in a couple helicopter accidents because there's another one I was in in Iraq. That was not fun. My back was fucked up from that one for months. And um, I got the acupuncture. That's when I got the acupuncture in my back. And the needle had bent 90 degrees when the lady hit the nerve. It just snapped that needle 90 degrees. And she was like, holy shit. Yeah, you got a problem. This isn't something acupuncture is going to solve. You got to go see a doctor. And they were like, yeah, you got like six blown discs in your back. And I was like, well, great. How do we fix it? Okay. I, I mean, that you've been in a helicopter accident. Pilots, those pilots, when they're in those accidents, 90% of the time they get blamed for it. I asked those pilots because I, we were all part of a group now, you know, when something happens like that in the military, it kills a bunch of people. All of a sudden you're part of a community because you're one of the survivors that made it out of there. So I asked the pilots a lot later on, way down the road. I said, Hey, was it really your fault? Cause one of the pilots survived. Well, there was one survivor from the wreck because one of the pilots did survive. It was the co-pilot. wasn't the pilot. It was the co-pilot. And I said, was it your fault? And he, he said, no. No, that helicopter, we had a, what they called it an auto-rotation stall, which means the main rotor blades stop spinning or they start to reverse spin. To make an engine turn backwards like that <laughs> is really fucking hard. Yeah, it is. That's called a major malfunction within the machinery. Because shortly after this accident, uh, nobody flew anywhere on Fort Campbell. There was not a flight. You couldn't hear a helicopter in miles. Now, understand, this is the home of helicopters. This is the home of them. This is the division that prouds themselves on being able to pick up the whole division at once and fly somewhere else and put the division down and go to war. This, this is the division that does that. And for two weeks, we didn't hear a helicopter, nothing. And why was that? Because all of a sudden, I guarantee they found a problem with the helicopter and they went to fix it. And that's what happened. Did you notice how they said there was a 48-hour stand down to all Marine Corps aircraft? What do you want to guarantee that safety stand down went across the Army, the Navy? In the airframes that that happened, not it wouldn't be a broad one like what was in the Marine Corps, but I guarantee in the Army and in the Navy, the F-35s or the Navy at least, I know the Navy's got F-35s, the Air Force, I, I know for a fact has F-35s. I guarantee, I guarantee in the Navy and the Air Force, both of those, both of those have safety stand downs going on right now with the F-35. 
I put money on it because it's a part problem with the plane. Number one. Number two, the showboating of the pilot. Is that possible? Look, I've flown with these. I, I know a lot of these guys. They're nerds. I highly doubt it. I met a lot of quote unquote mavericks in the Pentagon. Every maverick I met was a pocket protecting wearing pussy and was scared of a lowly E6 that told him to shut the fuck up and move the fuck out of their way. If you're scared of me and you're a captain in the Navy, we've got a lot more bigger issues in this country than me. I'm not your issue. I can tell you right now, if he was showboating, um, in that type of plane, is it possible? The cover-up makes sense because I've seen that happen before. The cover-up makes sense. Is that what happened? Because you got to remember right now, what is the government assessing? They're not assessing the law. Yes, they are assessing the loss of an aircraft. The aircraft, the aircraft is not worth $100 million. The aircraft is worth $85 million. We already know that. That's all bullshit. That's NBC or CBS trying to pump up their numbers. But what we don't know is why was there a 24-hour wait before anybody reported it, even to the FAA? The FAA has a requirement within an hour of any plane accident, military or otherwise, in the U.S., they are to contact the FAA. Why didn't the FAA get contacted for 24 fucking hours? Mm, I don't know. Maybe they thought that uh, Scotty beamed the plane up. I don't know, but I'm telling you, there's shit that's not adding up already. They're already I lying. Mean, of course, it's they, all, they lie about already everything. Lying. And it's the story will already change, started. you know, as they spin the narrative to make it work to however they want. Or the they'll, they'll memory hole it. You just won't hear anything about it ever the again. The flight path is the thing we got to see because if he was showboating, that flight path would be irregular. If that flight path is normal and level flight at steady altitude, yeah, no, that's, 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 there, there's a big problem there. Something's wrong with the plane and the government doesn't want to admit it. Just saying. Or maybe that, well, no, I guess he was alone, huh? Yeah. I was going to say maybe that, maybe the pilot played a, um, uh, what, what was the, uh, the World War II movie? Um, oh yeah. Pearl Harbor. Remember when he takes her up in the, the plane and, yeah. you know, caps the feel. Yeah. Well, I, it, it, no, this apparently from what I understand, the pilot who was flying this plane, um, believe it's a major. Don't quote me on that. I've been told that. Um, he apparently has been known in the past to fly rather fast, rather low. It's he has not been, he's been, Apparently, he's been scolded about it. I gotcha. Well. So, when the news breaks on this, I'm just saying, I, I've got friends that told me this. I know that this is the case. I Apparently, the flight path, I'll put it to you this way. It's not erratic. Okay? you From the story I just told you, you take from that, you discern from that what you will. Okay. I can just tell you right now, it is not an erratic flight path. 
something happened. We'll never know. Oh, well, oh, no, no, no. If this, if what's her name is going after it like she is. Nancy Mace? Yeah, I, I think actually we will. Because you got to remember, what committee does she serve on? Mm. What? what? What committee? I don't know. Is she oversight? She's House Armed Services. Oh, House Armed Services? Okay. Yeah, she go. sits high and fat in the House Armed Services Committee. Okay. We're going to know. All right. Because right. you know what? I don't think the people of South Carolina are going to let Nancy Mace forget to ask that question. We'll see. I mean, if it if if it had actually destroyed something other than a field, then it would be a different story. But yeah, but whose field did it land in? Because you know what's where where that landed. Mm -hmm. You know that's nothing but farms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know that. Yeah. So that's whose field did that land in? Because now they're paying that motherfucker a butt ton of money for his crop. Mm -hmm. Even if he didn't have any growing because it just contaminated all that soil with all that jet fuel. That's true. And it was fully loaded before it left too. By the way, I know that for a fact it had gotten a full accounting of fuel. So it just it destroyed a whole bunch of farmland yeah. in South Carolina. That's great. 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 Anyway. So, uh, was it on purpose? Huh? Was it on purpose? Uh -huh. Was well, that mixed farmland knowledge comes third hand? So Leo, you know, sorry, you can't all we can't all be pilots. What's that? I don't know. No, I I know it's not. I I get it from other people. I don't I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I just say what they say. When they tell me it, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so Lauren Bobert, finish out with Lauren Bobert, getting booted. Lauren Bobert got kicked out of a movie theater for vaping and uh, for, you know, her husband or boyfriend or whomever copping a feel. Now they're going to charge her. Okay. Mind you, this is in Colorado where they just had a whole bunch of pride parades with naked people twerking in front of children. They're going to, none of them got charged. They are charging her. They are going to charge with what? Lauren Bobert here, here. Indecent exposure? Uh-huh. Something like that. Bobert, Bobert, Bobert. Say it three times and she appears in security video from a weekend performance of Beetlejuice, where the congresswoman was kicked out of the theater for being disruptive. The DCPA says she was vaping. Bobert's team denied that, said the haze was from fog machines in the show. That claim goes up in smoke when you see the video. The pregnant woman sitting behind Bobert told the Denver Post she asked her to stop vaping, and Bobert refused. Her one-woman show continued, taking flash photos, raising her hands and dancing, often the only one clapping or standing up in the crowd. Bobert occasionally took a break from being disruptive to enjoy the company of her male companion. He briefly had a grasp on the situation before ushers returned and told Bobert she had to leave. The theater's incident report says Bobert pulled the don't-you-know-who-I-am card on the way out, appearing to give theater employees the single finger salute. Was that for anything? Yeah, 14, they're, they're, they're talking about charging her for um, indecent exposure. Or uh, like lewd acts in public or something like that, even though it was dark. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Bold move, Con. Bold. Um, I, Bobert's an idiot though. Cause don't you know who I am? That she is an idiot. I'm sorry. That doesn't but, work. You know, and it honestly, dude, it, just act like an adult. It Walk goes, out. It goes right back to the Fetterman thing, right? You can't bitch about them changing 
the dress code for Fetterman in the Senate and say that it's a matter of etiquette and that you're supposed to hold yourself to a higher standard as a senator or a congressperson. Good point. And then turn around and go, do this, do and, some shit and, like and this. do all that shit in a yeah. public theater. I'm sorry. In front of people, in front of kids, people in front who, of people who live in glass houses should not throw stones. So, wow. Good point. They all Touché. suck. Touche. They all suck. None of them are good. I, I mean, think about it. Bobert, what a fucking, first of all, well, I, I applaud, you know who I applaud in this situation? I applaud those security guys. Cause I think I would have punched her in the face if she said that to me. I mean, seriously, do you know who I am? Fuck you. You know who I am? Don't care. My name's Dick Punch. You don't have a dick, so I'm just going to punch you in the face. Yeah. Because I do know that there's only two sexes. Um, so, and they uh, they indicted, they charged Ray Epps with one small, like, misdemeanor trespassing charge or some shit. Where? In, in, in D.C. They charged him, they indicted him. I The clip's like 10 minutes, though, and we don't have time to play it. But they, they did put one measly little charge against Ray Epps. It's, it's just more part of the cover-up. Not, you know, not like sedition or, or oh, wait, you know, wait, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. So now wait a minute. Stop a wait a minute. The last time that we like saw, that. what's her name? Uh, the, the old cunt on CBS on um, mm -hmm. 60 Minutes. Yeah. When she went to the secret location that Ray Epps was hiding out in the Rockies because he was hiding from all his. Now this is going to require Ray Epps to come out of hiding. Apparently, yeah. So we'll, we'll play that. It's like a 10 minute clip. We'll play it tomorrow. But um, actually, mm. since we do have, hey, we don't have a minute. Um, yeah, we don't have a minute. We don't have a minute. So that's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So we'll either, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yep. Uh, Josh coming up next in the Red Pill Project. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, 545 normal time, mm -hmm. 6 p.m. for the regular show. You can also check out the lovely Leanna tomorrow morning at 9.05 and my lovely wife at 8.30 for the good book, mm -hmm. for her reading of the next chapters wherever you're at. Um, uh, begats and babble. Okay, so you're a babble. Um, and uh, you can obviously, and then right away, tune right over to, uh, lovely Liliana on at nine Oh five, uh, on the red pill and on rumble and, uh, you know, mm -hmm. for the TNA variety show. Yeah. And don't show forget to go to electrofreedom.com. Put your email in there, sign up right now. As soon as the website opens, you will get an email from freedom gardens, electroculture with a promo code, uh, to get a discount, um, a, a free green thumb with purchase minus the fact that, um, that's not our key sponsor tonight. Our key no. sponsor tonight is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Yeah. So if you're looking to take some of your money and turn it over to gold and silver before everything goes to shit, please go to Dr. Kirk Elliott. Go to defiantsilver.com or defiant, sorry, defiant silver life. There you go. Defiant silver life. Yep. Go there, please. Before you go anywhere else, mm -hmm. check it out. I'm telling you, you can trust this guy. We've already done it. We it didn't works. get to our message from him, but we have, we'll play, we'll play one for you tomorrow. It works. Trust me. Uh, it, it's what you need right now. It's what we need to be stocking up in. It's what we need to be having on hand because we know the dollar's going to shit. It's just going to be a matter of time. The fucking economy's tanking like a superhero. Who knows we're going to be in a week. This is the time to go get it. Might as well go get it. Have and not need the need and not have. Go get it. Make sure you have it on you. So that way, just in case anything goes to shit, you're well protected and ready to go. Yeah. You actually, you know, have... 
something to trade in yeah a monetary value that you know will make it through anything that everybody will pay for yep so leo wants then. to know what kind of aircraft you jump out of at sixty thousand feet uh we jumped out of a c-17 there you go okay all right good to know uh, C-17 can clear. It has actually, a, um, it's actually max I've seen it ever go was 89,000. Now it never depressurized, but it did get that high because it flew the, uh, if you remember, it was a C-17 Globemaster that was the one that flew after the space shuttle, hmm. like a whole bunch of times. Anyway, okay. either way, we anyway. got to get the fuck out of here yep. for the Mick. And Lynn. Later, fuckers. Thanks for watching, y'all. Fuck around and find out I love my car.